episode 64 ppt podcast we're back what up what up what up let's get it what's going on b how you doing i'm good i'm good how are you i'm good man i'm good trying to stay uh stay normal as i see wild prices for wild players right now almost a billy Almost the Billy for a year. <laughs> I think we said it though. It's gonna get serious when Mbappe goes to Saudi. We could be very, very close to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some other evaluations out there that I'm kind of wondering where these people get off thinking that's the price tag for certain players, but it's getting there, man. It's getting there. It's getting crazy. It's getting crazy. But what you been up to? Personal life everything how's everything going it's gucci my man you know working my ass off at this point in the month so you know how that vibe is um trying to see what the boys are up to watching a lot more of the content signed up for city plus looking at mls coverage excited for uh eafc we got uh pre-orders available now um, yeah, so it's kind of the, the, the new turn for me in a dead, dead sports time right now. Did you pre-order it already? I'm going to. I'm still waiting to see exactly what the what the perks are. I know from the Ultimate Team perspective what they are, but I'm waiting to see if they're going to do anything special for pro clubs since they're going to be dropping like videos out in August about that. And I think I'm trying to gear towards that. I think that's actually a really fun, fun game mode. Um, essentially you're your own person playing whatever position you want. You work on your own attribute and skills. You can benefit your act or, you know, get better through, um, skill matches, little skill sets, uh, drills and things like that. Like you're out in training, or you can also just jump in what they call like playing games. So it's almost like you playing pickup. And uh, it's really fun because, you know, you get a good group going, you get a good vibe going, you can run the run the pitch for a few hours. Yeah, yeah. I haven't pre-ordered it yet either. It's too many games this year. Yeah. I know you kind of just do sports gaming. Yeah. However, I do everything. Still playing Zelda. Yeah. Um, Diablo, playing just- that. Messi just scored. <laughs> Messi just scored. That's nice disgusting. Yeah, but yeah, there's too many games this year. This this year for gaming yeah. is absolutely insane. Absolutely insane. Diablo 4 I'm really into right now. Zelda was about a 120-hour game for me, and I'm still playing. Um, I play that awesome. handheld, though, with the Switch, though, so that's cool. Yeah. When I'm on the couch and we're watching some Love Island, and there's a little lull. I pull out the Switch and put in a good hour. Um yeah. But there's so many games. Uh, that Star, have you seen that Starfield game coming out for Xbox? I have. That looks pretty interesting. interesting. Spider Man. Yeah. We had God of War. So many games this year. So I'll probably pre-order it. I'm a sucker. I yeah. talked about how much I hated that away kit for Arsenal, and then I just pre-ordered it two days ago or ordered it because it was out. So yeah, yeah. I have. I'm a gutless mutt. What can I say? <laughs> What's well, a good time to be supporting your club right now? Um, you know, it's it's. I, I get it? it. Meltdown settings on on Arsenal Twitter. As always, though, what else is new? 
Yeah, you know, we should probably talk about that at some point and give that the detailed conversations. I do have on this nice little book here, uh, the, the preseason game so far. Those have been fun. But I do, I will say, uh, just kind of putting my, my, my little final touch on the, on the gaming concept or gaming talk. Man, Brian, I live through you when I hear your updates or when you give me an update like on what's going on with Zelda or I was going to ask you about Diablo because – I sometimes tune in the Twitch streams and see what these games are about, but I am a sucker for cheating. And the moment the game goes out, I will watch the final boss mode because yeah. it's just something for, for since I was a kid, I'm sorry. I may not play the game, but I at least have to follow up and see what's going on. And if there were one game, story mode game that I would get back into, that's Snake Eater. Do I have it right? Is it called Snake Eater? The next oh. Metal Gear Solid? Yeah, they're releasing like all the old ones remastered. Yeah. That's coming out too. I don't even know when I'm gonna have time to play it. It's I'm really a sucker for those. Yeah, I have some a backlog of so many games right now. Yeah, but yeah, Diablo is great. I mean, it's it's really really good. The Battle Pass just um, launched, but I haven't played it yet. I was away this weekend. I was at the Arsenal Man Manchester United game, so we'll talk about that. But yeah, Diablo is great. I think you would like it because <clears throat> it's all about building a godlike character where you're just nice. one-shotting motherfuckers nice. and you just go online and find different builds and just mess with them. So hmm. yeah, I think we would like that out. game, but whatever, we'll figure it out. Um, yeah. Um, I have a question for you because I just bought these new headphones. Okay. And I didn't fucking look, but they have this big connection, you know, the big one. Yeah. What is this called? Because it's not on my Yeti microphone or whatever this is. So I need a converter. What would this converter be? This is the really big one that they use at like studios. I can't find it on Amazon. But I need to go from the big to like the regular. You know what I mean? Yes. I the regular that you would have on like a your old school. 3.5 mm combo three. You need a hi-fi audio and Mac Jack splitter. Okay. Send that to me if you can. I am. Because I need to order one. I bought this new new headphones on Prime Day. This is my Xbox gaming um, headset. Still works pretty good, but um, yeah, whatever. Let's get out of the gaming. We'll, we'll, we'll do more gaming talk as uh, EAFC comes out. Maybe even some uh, play-alongs on, on Twitch and stuff. But let's talk about preseason. More specifically, the game that I was live up front and center at yeah. Arsenal versus Manchester United. Unfortunately, I go all the way to MetLife Stadium, which before I get into this, MetLife Stadium sucks. <laughs> Let me just say this. For a stadium that was recently built within the last 12 years, yeah, it's basic bitch settings. Yeah. It's so fucking basic, average. It The parking's garbage. The New Jersey transit sucks. It's hard to get out. It took us four hours to get home. Um, yeah after the game and just disappointing, very disappointed with the stadium it was my first visit to MetLife. And um, yeah, it sucked. It sucked. Just basic yeah. stadium, four regular ass uh, screens, not even that big, not even, you have SoFi Stadium, you have Jerry World and you mm-hmm. got a little, little MetLife, which is very, very disappointing. So I just wanted to get that out of the way as, as a Giants fan, it pains me yeah. to say, but disappointing John Mara. 
Well, you know, John Mayer is not the only disappointing owner that we're going to be discussing on today, but to kind of, and I'm happy that you say that, I do have a few follow-up questions for your full-on football experience. You know, this is a huge thing right now. Right now, the Premier League starting the season off in America, you had a chance to really get out there and see, from my perspective, man, when you have other mainstream shows, talk or networks, podcasts, YouTube channels, talking about the growth of this game in America and and allowing for this preseason tour, if you would, I, I kind of want to just hear more. Yeah, the parking. My dad never, ever. My dad's been to MetLife twice uh, yeah. since he absolutely. I, but he also bitched about the Meadowlands, too. So, I mean, yeah, you know, my here, here's my thoughts or my question to you that I would pose. Did you. From a full-on experience standpoint, as an American, you watch the Premier League week in, week out. You see this. You see the crowd. You see the atmosphere, if you would, understand what it's like. What were some of the little nuances about being there, seeing it from an American perspective, seeing it from like, okay, it's it's on our home ground, which honestly, these ballers better get used to this heat because in a couple of years, we're coming here for the World Cup. And uh, I don't want to hear no bitching. But there were breaks both teams came from the same um, tunnel, certain locations. Uh, <laughs> did you try any footy scran? Did you get any food, anything good that was there? What was your whole experience from it all? <clears throat> Sold out biggest soccer crowd ever at MetLife Stadium. So that's important. Very, very cool. Very good. Atmosphere was good. Fans are mixed. It's not like European games, away section, home section. Everybody's mixed. Um, it's wild. 60, 40, 65, 35 Manchester United fans, but a good showing from Arsenal mm-hmm. fans. Definitely good. Um, but yeah, definitely more Man U fans as expected. Sure. And yeah, it was a good crowd. People were hyped. Um, but the game, the game was whatever mm-hmm. food wise. Um, chicken tenders. I always go with the chicken tenders at safe. stadium safe. I don't really trust all the foods. Like, all the vendors were not open. They had some decent-looking stuff, but I just stuck with the tenders and drinking beers. Oh, yeah. And then, um, yeah, it was good. A couple of weird people in the stadium. One guy was preaching, saying, in a 100 years, we're all going to die. I think That's he nice. was a black Israelite or something. Okay. He got kicked out of the stadium. There was a fight somewhere. I don't know if you saw that video going viral. Oh, I sure did. There was a brawl. <laughs> Sucker punches were thrown. I think it was Arsenal fans. Yeah. Fighting each other. I, I'm not sure what happened. If there were seven, if anybody was there. I need, a, I need a breakdown of that situation because that was ridiculous. <laughs> there were seven different punchers in that video. I counted. I was high off. Yeah. I was high on some indica the other night, and I just had an absolute laugh to that. Seven different punchers in that video. Crazy the sucker scenes. punches were wild. Yeah, true, true sucker shit. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. But as for the game. <clears throat> wasn't the greatest game. I mean, from the an Arsenal sucker shit. <laughs> yeah, from an Arsenal perspective, it was very disappointing. Yeah. No, no, no energy really. Didn't seem like they wanted to be there. Was it because we had a brand new midfield, pretty much? Or I don't, I don't really know what happened. It just was very, very disappointing. Um, takeaways, um, man, you look decent, but. They're being very, very physical. We were being very soft. So I'm sure that will change during the season. We were in friendly mode. 
No excuse, no excuse. But Bruno ran the midfield. They're much more physical. Sandra Martinez, hopefully we get him back because some of those tackles were just ridiculous for a friendly. Yeah. Absolutely ridiculous. So hopefully we get him back. Um, but as for the Arsenal side, I mean, two big mistakes. That Ramsdale, the first goal, you have to save that. Embarrassing. Yeah. Very embarrassing. Um, and people are starting to question Ramsdale. Here worried about him going into Champions League. I'm not too worried, but he does have these blunders every once in a while. And that needs to get fixed. Otherwise, it's time to look for a new goalie or at least somebody to really, really challenge him. Because I don't know if Matt Turner is that guy. I don't know if he can distribute like Ramsdale could. Hmm. And then the second goal, another blunder from Gabriel. He's got to stop that as well. So as bad as we played, man, you only score off our mistakes. But the big talk of the town was the Declan Rice Havertz 6-8 midfield. Um, so what did you think about it? Because I'll, I'll tell you my thoughts after. Well, you know, going into it, Brian, you you educated me. You had no surprise to the lineups. You knew that this was going to happen. I went into this like, this is a friendly. I thought we're putting out QER and some academy players. I don't even know who you brought to America, but play like the starting age 19 or younger is what I'm thinking going into this. But here I am naive and completely ignorant to this because it's United and Arsenal. And I had an eye opening experience because it was rowdy, rowdy Piper aggressive attitude some yapping in the in the north it's funny to see how they deal with the heat right because it's yeah. like we're no this is normal for i mean no it's not normal it's like record-breaking heat normal check. for me yeah but, yeah exactly for you yeah but like they are not accustomed to this heat in the western hemisphere which really really blew my mind yeah. um but yeah man i was surprised by the lineups initially the mm -hmm. the aggressive play, the blunders, but again, with me going into it of thinking it's a friendly, I don't give a no injuries, play some tactics, play tough, but I would say going into it, I don't win or loss, I don't give a shit. Here's my only takeaway. I have to fucking score. We have yeah. to see the ball be put in the net. Yeah, you gotta put something in the back of the net. And for from an Arsenal perspective, I would be a little disappointed about that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Martinelli missed two point blank shots. Mm -hmm. um, they were back to back on the same situation, weren't they? Ketia missed one, yeah, same situation. Yeah. So we had the opportunities, but you know, as for the midfield, people are freaking out already. Havertz can't play midfield, yada yada yada. Um, but you know, last year we played so well in the preseason. Everybody is just thinking, oh, we have to ha we have to win out in the preseason. We have to bop we have to bop everybody. And that's now the standard for the preseason. Yep. And I'm looking at it like, okay, we have new players, which we had last year. But let's let's think about the players who were new. Gabriel Jesus and Zinchenko. Man City guys who know the Arteta system, who you can exactly. just plug in and do it. Declan Rice didn't look great. I'll say that. I saw some good things. Um, good tackles coming from Rice. Definitely the sweeper we expected. But... He's coming from, this has already been noted by me, he's coming from the West Ham sit-back system. 
Gareth Southgate sit back system to Arteta good on the ball. DM has going to have to progress the ball quickly. So there's going to be an adjustment period. This isn't oh, yeah. bringing in Zinchenko and, and he already knows what Mikel wants because he's worked with him for years. Jesus already knows what he wants because he's worked with him for years because we had Lacazette doing the same thing the year before. I mean, this is completely different for these guys. And from my perspective, yes, obviously I'd love to bop everybody in the preseason. Messi just scored again. Good oh night. God. <laughs> 21 minutes, two goals. He's tearing it up. Um, so from my perspective, we can't just expect, oh, we, we bopped everybody last year. Chelsea 4 nothing. Uh, Orlando City 3-1. Um, who else we play? Sevilla 6 nothing. We can't just expect that every year. You really slapped Sevilla 6 nothing. Yeah, last yeah, year? yeah. It was bad. That's pretty dope. <laughs> well, we can't expect that every year. The preseason is for trying things out, and this uh-huh. is what we're doing. We threw Declan Rice in. Probably not even – they're probably not even up to full fitness yet. They just joined the team like a week ago. So oh, He's not ready for that position. Yeah. He's, 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 and that's he all needs to be to ready. He needs to be ready, but – He's still trying it out. He's still doing new things that he hasn't done. So you're not going to, it's not a plug and play like it was for Jesus and Zinchenko and, and Saliba, who was an Arsenal player for years but got loaned out. So, yeah, I mean, this is the perfect time to play Havertz in the eight. We want him to play in the eight, try him out in the eight. If it's not working, though, however, mm-hmm. and this is where I will change my stance, if it ain't working by Man City, community, uh, shield game, then I want to see the Partey, Rice, Odegaard midfield. If Mikel is just going to go, I'm going to make this work until it works, and I'm going to sacrifice points on the board for a community shield just to just to get what I want to work, then I'm going to have a problem with it. Yeah. And this is what this season is. No more excuses. So if things aren't working, Mikel has to say, it's not working. I'm going with I know what's going to work. Declan Rice in the eight. Thomas Partey in the six, Odegaard in the 10, okay? And that's how it needs to be, and that's how it needs to be. So I I didn't like what I saw from Havertz. Very, very lethargic. Didn't have great positioning. Didn't crash the box like he needs to, like Jacka was doing last year. But I'm willing to give it time. We'll see. We got Fraud Salona tomorrow night. Very interested in that game if if they show up because that's a a coin flip. And um, we'll go from there. Timber looked great against the MLS All-Stars. Had some good moments playing that inverted right back. Um, But you could could see his talent, though. The guy's (laughs) going to be very, very good once he settles in. And then Rice, you know what to expect from him. Wasn't great um, in that game, but the banter's already flying around. Wasted $200 million, but I'm not worried at all. We have two more preseason games to figure this out. We have uh, Fraud Salona tomorrow if, if they don't get sick again. And um, who else? Monaco, I think. Monaco and the Emirates oh. Cup next Wednesday. And then it's uh, Community Shield settings. Yeah. Which, uh, yeah, that should be fun. Yeah. I, 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 there, there's a couple things I have to laugh about here when it comes to Arsenal in this preseason. If, if we're just focusing on Arsenal, I, I, I got I to gotta give this, this, this content that we're getting from Arsenal as as something that I think is damn near Shakespearean. To make a music video 
about oh, the rice rice baby. Tanklin rice. Yeah, we haven't been on in a couple of weeks, so yeah, yeah, we might have to backtrack a little bit. Oh my days. First off, can we just note the complete irony of the concept of making a rendition on a song that's remixed, which its original song title is called Under Pressure. Okay. Yeah. I just I just want to state that initially. Now, when it comes to the like Content and the fun. Arsenal do it. They AFTV. Be more AFTV. Specific. Yeah, AFTV. They are the cornerstone for how all of this came up. All of this exploded. They are the how to do books on how this is done. The now this is a gift and a curse because when you get that opportunity and you really become a focal point, and then you become the very thing that people start to kind of gravitate to for a negative reason it's when we start to hear some of these outlandish takes truly truly wild takes on kind of how things have regressed in a situation that isn't even like ready to give a status to in my humble opinion and you can use Sinchenko, gabriel jesus and also ben white in his first year kind of transitioning to this position i make the argument that what Declan Rice is doing right now for Mikel's system is arguably the hardest transition that any player can do coming in. For one, you can have a different opinion. I don't know. He is a six. Well noted. He is coming from traditional six, coming from a sit back and sweep, sweep up everything, spit him out, get him out, and every now and then get up. West Ham turned to him and said, do less of the getting up. We got Lucas Paqueta. And look how that turned out. Europa, here we go. So good for them. They were managing to do a few things. But you're asking the largest British record fee. You're asking this midfielder to come for one, change positions. Two, transition into one of the more advanced attacking best offensive tactics in the sport right now. If you or anyone listening to this or is an Arsenal fan thinking that you're going to see standout play today or anytime soon, you have to really, really wonder what the hell is wrong with you. This is where I say you don't know ball enough when we have conversations with players in positions and expect goals and assists. You do not know what these players are being asked to do. Sinchenko's case in point coming that the left back and tucking in and and playing that inverted role, he's done it before at other positions. He did well at it. Oh, Orlando, well, he's, he's played that before. It's different for Rice. Great. Ben White's never done that before. He looked remarkable doing it in his first year. It is not as difficult as what they are asking Declan Rice to do, which is transition over and really become a player who is now having to constantly search like the greats, like Messi, checking his six, checking his eight, his 12, always seeing what's going on. And these things are going to take time in this type of offense. Declan Rice is going to be fine. He's really that good. It's a hater take. If you say otherwise. Now, Kai Havertz is the one where I have to say I have questions. And I'm going to tell you right yeah, now, I disagree sure. with you. Yeah. I'm, Definitely. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree with you on one thing about this when it comes to Kai. Actually, two parts about this. I think he needs a little bit more time to switch it up if it doesn't look good by the community shield. <clears throat> by the way, you Definitely. should we should note the community shield, both of our clubs going into it facing each other, we pretty much kick off the season. I don't even give a hulu fuck about that game. I don't even I just I just hope the squad is determined it, it means more for Arsenal than City. Absolutely. One hundred percent. And Mikel knows and Mikel's gonna play, and I'm gonna tell you right now, I'll be shocked if he's not playing like a double pivot with Rice and Partey in that game. That's it. That's yeah, it. I'll be shocked. That's it. I'm telling you now, that is it. And here's and here's the reason why. Unless Kai Havertz starts to do something tactically a little bit more advanced and show some creativity, 100% you cannot ask Declan to against Manchester City to do something so new. Now, I could be different. Fraud Salona showing up tomorrow night. You guys put seven on their heads. Touchdown. Extra point included. And Declan Rice has a hat trick and assist. Like, I, I, I'm done. You're going, you're going too far. I'm done. I'm done. Like, okay, he's he's good to go. You can start him wherever you want. That's messy in messy into Miami numbers there. Yeah, <laughs> potentially it's looking like yeah, that. It's in like looking like two minutes. Jesus, yep. Yep. it's insane. Yep. I'll keep you updated. Yeah, please do. I, I enjoy these messy uh, update uh, update breaking news. The goat has scored again in this in this absolute trash ass league. The goat's goading. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's embarrassing. I, you see his face, and he's like. I just got the ball in front of the net with nobody within three feet with him around me. He's like shocked. Good for him, man. He deserves pressure, pressure free ball. He's earned that right. But yeah, like I just, I, I will say my main disagreement is the timing on the community shield, but then also I think you extend it further into the season. I will say the sign the, for me, the kiss of death when Kai Havertz starts getting switched to other positions. That tells me Miguel had a plan Mm -hmm. and the plan is failing. And for me, that would be a huge because this is not a loan. This is not 15 million with a buyback. This isn't, this isn't, this is 65 fucking million. Big money. For 65 million, you better know what the fuck you're doing with him and how. You know the heat maps. You got to be dreaming, dreaming about what you're going to be doing with a player like Kai. So that's just my take on it. And it has been very, very fun to sit back and enjoy the absolute outburst for something as some so, so stupid as, as a, as a friendly preseason friendly. I mean, man. Yeah. The fan base is in absolute panic and it's, 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 it's actually embarrassing. Like I'm starting to disassociate myself from the fan base because <laughs> It's just annoying. Like it, it's constant meltdowns. If we are not winning five nothing, I mean, yeah. that's what it is every time. And we're talking preseason now. I get that we flew through preseason last year, and they kind of linked that with our fast start. But we had a fast start last year because we had a soft schedule. Our first five games were easy. Look at our first four games this year. I think we have Man Man United with the fourth, but. It, the first three are easy. Man United at home, another easy game, and then Tottenham at home. So yeah. if, if we'll start panicking if if there's not six games, eighteen like fifteen points on the board out of those minimum. I mean, really, we should be doing eighteen out of eighteen. You should, but that's the time. That's the time to panic if we're not like sixteen to eighteen points out of that. Yeah, but yeah, it's embarrassing. Other other cliff notes. I mean, I'm kind of over the Eddie and Ketia experience. He's just not good enough. He never scores. I mean, friendlies not scoring. Off the bench, not scoring. I mean, 
He's had some nice goals, but it's too few and far between for me. Um, we're not giving Balogun a real look, so I'm pretty much sure that he's already been sold, like it's already been worked out, and it's going to happen in a couple weeks. I think that would be a mistake. Um, I don't like him being our second striker. Um, yeah, Timber playing inverted right back looked good, but definitely needs some work. But I love I love what he brings. You can you can see him fly off the um, just absolutely fly off the 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 pitch when you're watching. He's he's so much talent. He moves really well. He's quick. He's crashing the box from the from the right back position. So. Um, but it's not going to be flawless. He's learning a new position as well. Mm-hmm. So that was good. Um, Smith Rowe looked pretty good. I, I'm very interested to see if we can mold him into that dynamic eight because I think you mold him into that dynamic eight and he can really, really play with some defensive awareness that we need in that position. Good defensive positioning that Jacka always brought. Mm-hmm. But with his athleticism, the way he can carry the ball, if we can mold him into that eight, which I think Arteta wants to do, I think that that would be just insane. That could just take us to – that attack would be sick because we know he can score from outside the box too. And um, he's been playing Trossard a lot in that eight too, which I think is interesting. But I'm thinking the depth chart is going to be Jesus. I think he's I think he's seeing like if Eddie's going to take it to that next level, I'm hoping. And I think I really think Trossard will be our backup striker in the false nine role kind of thing. We saw him do it last year, um, and we know he missed. Almost, he, he missed it. <laughs> he was, I think he was offsides too. This is this is like fucking rec league shit. Um, but yeah, definitely a lot of interesting things. Um, positives: Sacco is killing Shaw again. Um, yeah. Odegaard they wanted it, okay. didn't they? Yeah, they, didn't they, they wanted it. it. They really did. Bruno was was really really good, but that first goal should not have went in. I was it wasn't even a hard shot. Um, I could have probably saved that to be honest. He got his and, hand on um, it. Too. He got he got he got his hand on it. And um, the second goal, good finish from Sancho, but I think it was poor keeping again and a horrible mistake from Gabriel. So mm-hmm. um, now United fans are saying Sancho false nine this year. <laughs> Please do that. Please do it. Oh, I, would, I would absolutely love that. That would be that would be amazing. Do it at the Emirates on uh, September, whatever, whenever you guys show up. This isn't Ten Hag genius masterclass. This is Ten Hag dealing with the fact that you guys, you broke boys, don't want to reach the the the, the Holland Rasmus Oiland. Holland price point. Hoyland, don't call Oiland. him Holland. He's go. no Holland. Yeah, that's right. Ho- Ho- the Rasmus Hoyland uh, uh, price point. You guys aren't doing it. You know, you're doing false nine based on the necessities. You know. City do it without a striker. We win titles. I'd love to see you try to win a title, false nine in it based on necessities. It's not fucking happening. Yeah. And yeah, this is they. I I sensed it. The vibe watching that game was those fuckers wanted it. Yeah. I mean, for me to sit back and enjoy, you know, the again pressure free situation. It's like a Sunday morning waking up to knowing that your two rivals are playing one another. That's great. I love that shit. But yeah, I, you can just really tell that the the. the difference they want they are they're going home with something and i was just like fuck this have it (laughs) it's hilarious the way they were trying to come out so yeah i mean i don't know i don't know the the next couple games should be good united play wrexham tonight um, on espn plus and then you have arsenal tonight as in tuesday july 25th um and then wednesday uh the 26th yeah 
Barcelona and, and Arsenal. So we got some. I want to good- smack those losers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's going to be fun. I can't wait to watch that from a Barcelona <laughs> standpoint. I want to see what they try to line up in and, and how they do it. I got a good young left back that I'm hoping to see. Um, I know he just re-signed, but Barcelona is Barcelona, so any player is viable and, and an option for me on that club. City had a game too. What, what happened there? Because I didn't yeah. really pay attention. I know you were down two nothing and then came back, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying not to pay attention too much to this shit. I'm trying to. I'm over here with the name Free Gavardio on this chat because I'm over here looking at the similarities and the parallels between Declan Rice. West Ham and Gavardio and Leipzig, and they're just fraudulent. They're Do you fraud- have they're- any uh, words for Tim Romano as well? Yeah, tap in Merchant <laughs> Tim is going to get his own little segment here in a little bit because that guy is two one strike away from losing all credibility if anyone's paying attention. Uh, two large strikes on that dumbass. Uh, but yeah, no. In regards to City, good preseason. You know, we're doing an Asian tour. We we played uh, the winners of the Jap- uh, the Japanese league. Uh, strong, strong team. Came out, they went at us, uh, attacked us well. We came out in a similar uh, 3-4-3 from from, um, uh, the Champions League. Really different. Kovacic looked decent, decent. He made some good passes. Um, he's learning. He not learning, but he has some John Stones turns to him, where he senses that the defender isn't on him, and he's able to go ahead and face, you know, face goal and and kind of keep moving. I was impressed with that. Um, really, right now, man, from a city perspective, anyone who understands what's going on with us is, I don't give a shit. No injuries. I don't. I don't care if we get slapped six to one. I and I, I genuinely mean that right now. For me, it's about figuring out the squad. And the, the coaching staff, I'm over here in a, in a coaching pullover because I'm trying to make sure I get my application in for Pep's staff. I mean, we don't have a lot of things figured out right now. And that's okay because of the situation that we're coming off of and, and, and the trouble times. And it's great vibes right now. But Kyle Walker, Bernardo Silva, Emmerich Laporte, I need answers. I need answers soon. Josco Gavardio. You've twerked enough. The personal terms have been agreed to. We're doing dumb shit over bonuses and realistic bonuses. I don't know what Leipzig consider unrealistic for Manchester City, but quite frankly, I am feeling a lot of similar frustrations with you and West Ham. And I kind of laughed at it when it was West Ham because I'm just thinking they're just trying to get their most from their from their best player ever. Like, let leave them be. You guys going at each other. I want to go at Leipzig now. It's incredible to me. And you, honestly, I find the, the irony so funny because you can literally look at me right now and just be like, you're complaining. It's their best player in history. You just They're just trying to get their, their money's worth. And it's like, it's all valid. So there's a lot of mirroring images with this. I feel like our season, our preseason, our cycle is just that much more delayed for in between an Arsenal's perspective where you had these battles early in June, knocked it all out, got things taken care of. And here we are having those battles now. So yeah, preseason's fun. I'm, I'm loving Sergio Gomez looks fire, fire. I am absolutely a Sergio Gomez. Stand. Back on the bandwagon. I'm back and I'm never leaving again until he gets a red card again in the champions league. Uh, but yeah, I I'm good vibes right now. Good vibes right now. Just trying to work this market, you know, seeing how fast the community shields coming up. Pep's got a lot of good things. I think Bernardo stays. I think Kyle Walker goes. And I think we're in the market. Bayern? Yeah, I think he's going to go to Bayern Munich. I think it's just time. Yeah. 
I think they're focusing on a striker from uh, that's in North London. I'm okay and with it's that. It's not Eddie and Ketia. <laughs> it's not Eddie. <laughs> Hey, I actually do agree with you on that Eddie and Ketia thing. I think it is he's time. He's not good enough. Yeah, I've seen not. enough. I have to I've agree. Seen enough. Um, yeah. Wait, wait, let's 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 rewind a little bit. The bonuses. So what, what's going on with this? Was one of the bonuses yeah. um, Pep plays the same starting five five games in a row? Because if that's <laughs> it, then I, I'm I'm with RB Leipzig. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not doing it. That is a very unrealistic <laughs> add-on. You're absolutely right. Yeah. So, no, they, we don't know the exact terms. What they are wanting is 86, which equates to 100 million. We have no problem with paying 77 with add-ons that get it to 100 million. The problem is right now that gap in difference. The real problem, and this is the first strike on this little bitch, Tappen Merchant Romano over here. Got it fucking wrong. This nematode decided to give it the here we go. And let's be clear on your concept, Romano, because you did all this. This is you. You decided the catchphrase. Here we go. You decided the catchphrase. This whole thing become a, a, a huge social media conglomerate. You're on video games. You do all this bullshit. And then you go out and do that. Get the entire fan base going, which, by the way, credit to my club. Immediately after they put out a public statement that said, no, it's not. We haven't actually done this yet. And all of us buying the merchant, buying Tappen over here, thinking everything's good because he's done this a lot and said you're just doing it out of respect. And, you know, they still got to do medicals, whatever. You know, we, I'm just thinking City are being respectful. When, no, this nematode got it the fuck wrong. Leipzig get pissed off about it losing uh, 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 leverage, they think, and that makes sense. And that's the first problem. That's the first big issue with it. Then you got the manager coming out, having to speak about it. Uh, the player's there. Here's another thing. He got a knock in training yesterday. He did not start in the Leipzig. I saw that. It, yeah. It's to the point that it's like, Leipzig, you, you do not have to sell. I get that. But we are offering you damn good money, and he wants us. Don't be those guys. Do not be those guys. Holding on, hurt. Just holding on to a valuable, unsatisfied, unhappy asset. Let it go. He don't want you. Now for the money, take it. I don't get it. This is exactly like the Declan Rice situation. I'm telling you, it's so lame. I was sitting there smoking a fire indica pack, and I'm like, yo, I feel like Brian. I feel like I'm legit like – did he almost hit? It wasn't oh, him, but the dude uh, – I don't even know who it is. Nice yes. nice goal for Miami. As you shouldn't know who it is. They're cooking. Inner Miami's cooking. Oh, God. So they're up 3-0 now? Yeah. Good for them. Good for him. I – Good for him. No one said he had issues on a Tuesday night in Miami. Look at him. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm surprised it's taken this long because what, what's his contract situation? He think I think he's extended two years ago or something. I think he actually has another year left. So he's on his last year or he has two years left? I think he has two years left. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, they can command good money. And this is the thing. We're, we're now at a point where – you see guys like who did AC Milan? Oh, Chukwizi, Chukwizi. Mm-hmm. He he just went to AC Milan for cheap, cheap money. 
Mm-hmm. If if Arsenal or Chelsea or anybody else was interested in him, he'd be going there for double. Mm-hmm. The, these these other clubs see the money the big six is spending in the Premier League, and they're trying to squeeze every dollar out of all of us, all the big six teams. Um, and I'm and I'm and I'm swapping out Tottenham for Newcastle on, on that big six conversation because they know Livy's a cheap fuck, but um. But yeah, this is the situation we're in. So all these negotiations are just stalling. Caicedo to Chelsea looks certain. Nothing's happened on that. They're, Chelsea's considering walking away for the second or third time. So, I mean, it's it's absolutely crazy that what's happening. But do you blame them? They see the money. Arsenal spent two hundred million already. City spent hundred million a couple of years ago on Grealish. Another hundred for for um, Gravardio. You know. Good, good money on Haaland last year, whatever the agent fees were. I know that triggered you, so cover your ears. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they see all the money being spent, 50 mil for Onana. So these negotiations are just taking forever because it's like we want every last penny we can squeeze out of you guys. Yeah, Brian, it's it's. I, I don't blame them. I guess my anger is more with the notion that how much more do you... Not a 10. Just say it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm <laughs> mad that he fucked it up. Honestly, I'm mad that he fucked it up. That That's really the main issue. Because what he didn't do... I sent it to you in a text message. If, if we were to go into details about this, let, let, let's just... Okay. Let, let's call let's call a spade a spade. Let's call it for what it is. Okay? He does not have any ins with Manchester City. He lost every bit of ins when... <clears throat> Breaking news here. I'm breaking in information here. Ferran Torres and his camp were really close with tap-in merchant Romano. When Ferran Torres left, he lost every bit of anything. Note it, go back and look at all the tweets about Eric Garcia leaving and getting that uh, signing with City to Barcelona. One of the first swindles that we ever did to that fucking club. I mean, they paid good money for Eric Garcia. Only club that wanted it. Morons. Can't even tell you what that man's doing. What I can tell you is he definitely lost uh, uh, ends with City when Ferran Torres left. He was close with him, close with the camp. I'm going to say camp because the following camp fucked it up. Not Man City because he don't got ends with us. And Red Bull are pissed off. So, you know, they didn't leak it. It was 100% the Gavardio camp. He leaked whatever happened that situation. Tap in. Got it. Didn't check his fucking sources like a good journalist should fucking do. I don't know when's the last time. He's having a howler this window. He is. He is. I mean, that's that's this is his first big mistake. His second one came a couple days or a week or two later when he got the release clause for Michael Alissi wrong. Yep. And that uh, that I even said was was I remember we talked about Alise in the January window. And I told you that I looked, it was very easy to to find. I looked it up and I was like, oh, it expired last summer or they just, or they just rewrote it out. I said that in January, we we can find the podcast. And, um, I mean, that's, that's embarrassing. You're doing better journalism than this fucker. It's not even journalism. It's just Google. It's just Google. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So he's he's having an absolute howler, like you said. You're absolutely right. I'm pissed off at him. He's ruined the whole situation. 
I don't know if it's going to get done. City are known to back out. And when we back out, we don't dance like we're drama queens, high school kids like Chelsea. When we back out, deuces, that's the last time we spoke to you. We'll holler at you later. Like, yeah. that's it. And Chelsea so, plays the hokey pokey. You yeah. Got one foot and you got <laughs> one foot. <laughs> Absolutely. They're, they're, they're foolish over there. So I don't know, man. I, <clears throat> I, I am confident at this point, if I had to put a percentage on it, can't believe I'm doing this this late into the fucking window. Percentages on my top fucking target. But yes, I, I would have to put it at, truthfully, no banter, 85%. I think it gets done. I truly do. So who's the alternative if that 15% comes true? Oh, this is the beautiful part. The alternative is in-house. Laporta? Laporta's not going anywhere. <clears throat> Nobody's going anywhere. And this is another thing. I credit my club a huge amount. Pep, Pep Nathan Ake, and Ruben Diaz have all done interviews in the last three days. And all three of them have said it is obvious Kyle Walker and Bernardo Silva <clears throat> and Laporte are rumored to be leaving. We want everything we want to do everything we can to keep them but we also know if they leave we have to move forward pep took the other stance i want them they're city players they're here training we want them to stay i mean we offered bernardo extended package 300k jack Grealish ever pisses you off we'll make him sober for a week you know we we set great great stipulations for bernardo to come back and stay with us kyle walker you're on the wrong age of 30. We're going to get paid for you what we think we're going to get paid for you. We're not, you know, I see this 13 million. If it don't start with a two for Kyle fucking Walker, like, I get the age. I hate Bayern Munich. I hate, I get the age and all that. They think they can tap up any club. It's ridiculous. Bro, it's just, like, the swindling that you German frauds do over there. Like, you really need Kyle Walker to dominate the Bundesliga again? And, and, and okay, and if you don't, Mr. Three-Back Tuchel, what are you going to do with him when Pep sat him going three-back? Because we didn't trust him going three-back. Unless Tuchel wants to go ahead and do some tactics, one-on-one, new revolution type of ball. But everybody knows Tuchel's a back three, two front. That's what he does. That's what he does. And Kyle Walker could not successfully do that with City. You're going to tap into something that he couldn't? Go on. Tell me how that went with Raheem. How long did you last there? You can't tap it. You're not Pep, bro. So this shit that Byron are trying to pull is just, I don't, I don't know. I'm quite frustrated with my, with, with, with the entire ordeal. But yeah, land me Gavardio and I'll be in a better mood because that's when things start to trigger for us. Um, we are rumored to be for a young winger. Um I, I rate the Leon guy. Um, I rate him very, very much. Uh, 21 Ooh. years old. Uh, Bakari is his name. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's really fucking good. That Cherky dude is really good, too. He's a little bit older. He's seasoned. Um, we'll see, man. We'll see. A lot of things going on for City right now. Yeah, a lot of things going on. We'll cross paths in a couple weeks. Maybe Gravardi will be in. Maybe he'll be out. Um but yeah, it should be interesting. What else do you want to talk about as Messi is uh, bringing back football to Miami as we yeah. talk? What else is going on? Well, I want to ask you a question. All right. Cass, Court of Arbitration of Sport. Brian, you have been very, very clear on your stance on Cass. I want to ask you about agent fees. 
You sure about that? You don't I like do. that? I do. I do. City infamously have paid large amount. Of, I think actually top five in the Premier League. We were number one at fifty-one million total in agent fees going into last year. Do you know who was in the top five? I do not. Arsenal. Really? Well, you were. Probably for the Pepe deal was a big one. There was a lot of shadiness with that deal. The discrepancy between one and five is astronomical, though, if I'm being fair. Like, we were at <laughs> we were 51, and I think you guys, like, paid 16 million. <laughs> and it was probably all Pepe. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's I'm not so trying to make it seem like you're, you're high up there, but you are technically top five at number five. So the question is real simple. The, the, here's the process. You know, God rest his soul, Mino Reola, famous, famous agent, Ibrahimovic, Holland before, you know, he passed, he was representing him. He's famous. He's famous for all the different players that he's represented, getting his money's worth. Famous, good, great story too on how he kind of came up. Take your time to learn a little bit more about Mino. He had a great career, a little bit of an asshole, but I mean, it all self-made, really, really dope. Uh, the following is similar to a clearinghouse that UEFA, or I'm sorry, yes, UEFA will be running the clearinghouse. This has come up because the Court of Arbitration of Sport have ruled against the agents in being able to determine their own fees set forth. What the Court of Arbitration of Sport has ruled on, essentially, is that every agent is to pass exams and go through a clearinghouse, similar to the NCAA here in America, where you have to go through eligibility. You know, you have four, you have five years to complete four years, four years of play. Now it's like six and a half. I don't know. Shit's crazy with the NCAA. Bunch of criminals, if you ask me. Anyway, the clearinghouse here has requires exams to be passed. And the most important variable, they have a capped commission at 10%. Now, I present to you the simple fact that agents are a thing of this world, like mosquitoes on a Sunday afternoon in the summer. You just got to deal with it. They do the dealing. They're conniving, like lawyers, like every other type of, you know, certain job that does the things that you don't necessarily need to do or want to do, but they get paid for it. What are your thoughts on the court of arbitration ruling against these agents? And how do you think it's going to affect the football aspect, the impact on where these players go? Brian Bappe's agent, not much, because 10% of $700 million He's done working. $70 million, so I think he'll be okay. <laughs> not worried about Mbappe's agent. But um, <laughs> you know they're not going to like this, especially the big guys, the big agents, the Hollands agents, mm-hmm. Vinicius, all those guys. They're not going to like it. But um, Shout out Rock, Na- Rock Nation. Rock Nation. I, I kind of get it. I get it. 10% is a big chunk. I mean, if we're talking cutting it to five, but 10% is a big chunk. The transfer fees now, 60 million is like a normal fee. Mm-hmm. And then, mm-hmm. you know, they're getting 10 million, $20 million signing bonuses plus, you know, 400K a week, 300K a week. So mm-hmm. I'm sure they're doing okay. But yeah, I, I mean, like I said, it's going to be interesting, but. They'll be pushing for Saudi moves more often now. The agents will because they're getting bigger salaries over there in Saudi Arabia. And I don't think there's any caps on the agent fees. I don't think UEFA and the Saudi League are in bed. So will that continue to push 
the agent saying, Hey, go here. Why not? Well, yeah. It's, it's, it's all self. It's all for self-interest because they're just trying to get a bigger fee. Every time I think of an agent now, I think of the agent in air. Did you see that movie? No. What is it? Air. The air movie. Ben Affleck. Oh, fuck movie. Yeah. yeah. I definitely saw it. Yeah, that's, absolutely. That's like my, uh, that's my picture of an agent now. That slimy fuck. Yeah. He, he was great in that though. But yeah, was that's, that's what I'm thinking of every time I hear the word agent nowadays. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, will they will they push their clients to the Saudi League more? More money for them. They, they, they're always for themselves. They're not for their clients' best interest. Let's be serious. The 10%, and this is just me talking from a guy who uh, had 100 and something charges put on him and is also uh, enjoying the benefits of my team doing things that allegedly are down there. What I would simply say to this is, this makes me think there are going to be more under the table deals for these agents mm-hmm. on coming oh, out yeah. that, and that's te- teaching a class at a local London uh, uh, ministry or something <laughs> where they go for four hours and sit down with all the upcoming uh, uh, players' families and they teach them about some of the rules and regulations that are changing with UEFA. And all of a sudden, this guy does this, you know, volunteer analyst job and does the work for for this whole club or the whole you know in london and he gets paid 25 million for it or something like that i i think that the underlining deals are going to be coming more and more um you know this is uefa's way or i should say the court of arbitration of sport this is their way to kind of say you can't use your commission as a impactful way to lead players and capping it wherever you go is meant to bring neutrality you're you're trying to level out anywhere so you go to spain you go to anywhere that's in in europe and uefa that's rumored that's registered yeah you're gonna be capped at that 10 so those players those agents are gonna look to see what other different ways they can get the money that they're you know missing out on um for it to be ruled like this and for us to kind of not really kind of see it, I'm going to be kind of suspect as to how the moves play out once it's a, what's it's in what, when it's in effect. So yeah, yeah we'll see. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be mm-hmm. very interesting for sure. <clears throat> we'll have to keep an eye on that. You see, um, Byron's trying to sign David Ray. Really? Mm-hmm. David I know Jan Summer is going to enter. Yeah. That's pretty much done already, but Man, Byron, Byron's really trying to move this window. Tommy Tuchel's really pushing him. Um, huh. Liverpool have a bid of thirty-seven million pound rejected for Lavia. Did you see that? Uh-huh. I did see that, which not, makes a lot of sense. Not a bad opening offer. I'm sure it's they'll not. get something done. So it's not. I think. I think you know the, you, that number is specific, right? Because you're playing with the forty. You're mm-hmm. teetering on the forty, right? Because that's the buy black for City next year. So you're from a Liverpool perspective. I get it. That that's a good wise number. Um, I, I think there's room there, but I don't think there's much room, clearly. So uh, I, I'm curious as to how that plays out. I also want to just note this quickly when it comes to this player. I it, I just can't help but think about how where we are in July and how the window's coming up and all these things are going. Romeo was getting so much love, pun intended. He was getting so much attraction. I can't help but really just give kudos to my club 
for the ability with we are buyback merchants we are release clause merchants we are buyback merchants and the notion that we put it at 40 and agreed upon it at 40 what the fuck of analytical data are we doing that got hacked by Liverpool that is so smart for us to put in? That number looks so genius to me right now because it's truly being it's it's if that number wasn't there, I think this deal would have been done a long time ago. And I actually think he would have signed with Arsenal. Liverpool are getting in it because they think they have a chance. But I, I really think he would have gone and it would have been done by now. And it's just encouraging to me to think that. All of this sitting back, obviously I can say it looking good now because he's getting attraction, but if he doesn't end up going, now basically what we've said in this window, we don't basically City said he's good in the long term. We're gonna put the buyback. We think he is, but we know based on what Southampton do, I don't think they're gonna be able to kind of effectively show his best talents within the next two years. And yeah. if they do, come and get him. We will even put the buy plaque a year out. And that looks so smart to me. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's definitely smart. And it's going to be interesting to see how that gets done. I, th I think Liverpool will get it done. <clears throat> I think it makes more sense for them. I don't know what's going on with Fabinho. But we, Arsenal, yeah, that was a weird story that he might not be going now. But um, Fabinho might not be going. But I think it makes more sense for Liverpool. They need, they need a, a true DM. And Arsenal, I mean, honestly, we have three on the roster. I mean, so it doesn't really make much sense for us. It'd be a real future, future signing. And for a signing that's probably not, we're not going to get our, our worth out of until two years from now, maybe. It doesn't make sense to pay almost $50 million, which is probably where this is going to end up. Probably yeah. around 42 and 5, 44, 43 and 5, like somewhere around 50 million pounds. So yeah. it doesn't make sense for us. I think we need maybe one more attacker. Kudus, Kudus uh, links are happening with Chelsea. Elise, I think one of those could probably bear fruition. What, what do you think about the Elise to City talks? Ah. Validity to that, or is that just Tim doing, having another howl, howler? It's, it's, there's some validity. I, I think we're interested, but you know what we don't do infamously is, is, is have these battles Especially, I can't see us going to war with Chelsea over a player. Yeah. I just, I can't see us doing it. It's just not a thought for me. I think there are other players that are suitable. The, the, the conversation, I know, I know you're asking me about Olisi, but I, the conversation for me ends and starts with fucking Bernardo. If uh, Riyadh hurts, the Riyadh, you know, Ramadan Riyadh. And again, hey, I haven't even given him his kudos. Thank you for your service, sir. You are much appreciated. Big time moments. He's given me some wonderful times, but losing him is 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 huge. But Bernardo's gonna be the key. We lose Bernardo. I believe every fucking transfer, we're on it. We're on it. We're we're reactionary at this point. We lost a big time player. Uh, I'm thinking I I'll believe almost anything at that point. You know, short of Harry yeah. Maguire. So, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, it's it's different. But I do rate him. You, I know you've been a huge fan of him. So, I like him. He has some lapses that make me um, worry about him, but he's definitely a raw, raw talent. Definitely a raw talent. Good passer. Good shot on him. Definitely mm -hmm. quick. Good with the ball at his feet. So, yeah, I would like him. I think 
Um, that Team News and Ticks guy was saying maybe Chelsea has pivoted to Olise because he 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 knows for a fact Arsenal have been talking to Kudus for a while, a long time. He said, so maybe they they've already told him, hey, we just need to sell a few players and then we're buying you. And um, that would be interesting. Left-footed uh, right winger to rotate with Saka is something we need. Can play the ten as well. Uh, I'm not sure if he can play the eight, but um, I think we're covered there as well. Like I said. My mo- the guy I really want to be to to emerge as that box to box midfielder is Smith Rowe. I think I think he's got the tools. He's he's a big guy. He's still probably mm-hmm. growing a little bit um, as far as like bulking, get putting more size on. So that's the guy I want. I think we'll see. We'll see. It's going to be very interesting. I'm I'm curious to see how we line up for uh, for Salona tomorrow. We might end up having to play ourselves. It might be shirts for skins because you know they might not show up. Um, out there, <laughs> it's you're not. It's very, very valid. True. Just to be clear, uh, in the hotel, the entire club prior to the Juventus match in Las Vegas had a stomach virus. The in not a single. That sounds like person. they all got fucked up, did cocaine. <laughs> you know, they were in jail. That's what I'm thinking. I, I'm not buying that at all. And, and yeah. bullshit to do that day of all those fans that traveled there. It's just like, oh, well, I hate when that happens because yeah. it's just like, oh, we'll refund tickets. And it's like people travel to this game. Yep. You're not talking just city. Vegas is a fucking tourist city. Nobody lives there. Right. Everybody traveled there. Right. That's ridiculous. And hopefully we punish them tomorrow night. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For hopefully they sins. show up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yep. But yeah. Nothing, nothing on the messy front here. Anything else? Um, Kane to Bayern. I'm starting to buy that more. O'Leary's not buying it. He still thinks he he, he still claims they're he, Kane's going to United, uh, yeah. even though they're about to drop seventy million on some bum that scores five goals in in the, the Italian league. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'll play along. That's gonna work out. But um, yeah. What else? What else? Any other I'll deals? Be- Who? Any anything happening that you're worried about? I want to take a moment to acknowledge the horribly ran clubs. Which are? The HRCs. The owner of Tottenham, Joe Lewis, has been formally charged by the, dis- the Southern District oh, yeah, of New I saw York. That. I saw the headline. But... I think Tottenham are going to be up for a sale, Brian. I got the story here for you, and I'm going to give you a little snippet. And it is damn Damn good. Damn good. Uh, Let me find the right one. According to Bloomberg News, which has had a write-up on the indictment, Lewis is charged with providing inside information from companies in which he has invested (laughs) as a way to compensate his employees or shower gifts on his friends and lovers. Bloomberg cites prosecutors that allege he had been providing this information for more than eight years. The list of companies include Solid Biosciences, Australian Agricultural Company, and Murata Therapeutics, and they were all connected to the Tavistock group a lewis owned investment company he is now to be clear he is based in the bahamas he is the majority owner of tottenham hotspur football club there are currently no indications that the club or anyone affiliated with the club including chairman bitch boy daniel levy 
were involved in any misconduct. So it does state that this could be Tottenham free, which if history serves us, doesn't fucking matter. You're losing your fucking owner. This is a huge fucking problem. And I just want to simply laugh and take a moment for all of the oil money this and oil money that from the Tottenham fans, particular some that had moments against City and, and think they're a big club and always find a way. We can't fucking score in their shit stadium. I want to take a moment to really point out the true corruption in this world by the greedy, greedy man who lives in the Bahamas. He even lives where the fucking tax cuts and the fucking yeah. loopholes are. This guy is a scoundrel and a half. And it just goes to show you how HRCs are, how horribly ran clubs are. And the other one I want to give a huge shout out to, Brian, is PSG. Oh, Holy God. shit. How do you have the best player in the world and just completely fuck up negotiations? Completely fuck up the ability to just have an op- have the best player sustain higher levels of success and still not properly build around him. All of this shit with this drama Mbappe situation, I don't give a shit about the Saudi variable. Saudi variable, all it does is just give PSG an out, but it just shows the ineptitude of this club. How can you allow yourself to be put in the situation where he can walk away for free? And now you're having to kick him out of summer tours. And now you're having to, you know, play this whole game of where we'll sit you the whole year. And and it's gotten so ugly because of your horrible management and negotiating skills. And it just goes to show they are such a rotten club with all that money. It's just god awful, man. What do you think about all that? For people praying for Qatari ownership, look at PSG and see how it's working out for them. So valid. It ain't working out too well, is it? I mean, you lost the league to Lil two years ago. Matthew yeah. just got an assist. Unbelievable. That hat trick assist thing is really about to happen. But um, he's incredible. Yeah, four nothing in Miami. But yeah, for everybody, you know, begging for that Qatari ownership, it's not going so well for PSG, is it? I mean, they made it to a Champions League final, but they didn't win it. Like I said, two years ago, they lost the league to Lil. That's embarrassing enough. And, um, yeah, all their big players want to leave. Messi left. Mbappe's leaving. Um, Neymar will be next. And then, hmm, who you got? They just got uh, Ugarte. That's a big name. <laughs> nah, it's not. But, um, yeah, they're terribly ran. So anybody, you know, wanting this Qatari, Saudi kind of ownership, look at PSG. It's not always going to work out. That's the funny thing is Tottenham will probably get bought out by Saudis and it'll be a disaster anyway because it's Tottenham. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it just goes to show again uh, another fan base that has to eat fucking shit when the fact that you bitched. I have to take these. I have to take these home run trots, man, because I'm telling you, as a city fan, as the first club to have this Saudi situation, the first club to have this money come in and have people complain and bitch. I just laugh at the fact that Liverpool fans sit high and mighty, and yet you just sold and did business with them with Jordan Henderson. You talk all that shit, but you take their the money. The hypocrisy of Henderson, too. It it blows my mind. It blows my mind. Oh, but it's okay because he's going to go play for Steven Gerrard, right? It's okay because mm-hmm. he's going to play for Gerrard. That's why. Which, again, let's just add.
add to the list of absolute hypocrisy. Look at your boy out there doing his thing. It's yep. just, it's a joke. It's a sham. And, and I, it's gotten Americans talking about it. I mean, when you got yeah, yeah. big time networks talking about this Saudi thing, I mean, we're underlying, we're undertoned racist. American here. athletes yeah. tweeting about it. Come get me, Saudis, Giannis yeah. and LeBron and all these players, Damian Lillard, I think, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's crazy. And they're, they're going to go for basketball next. That's that's next. That's coming up. Trust me, it's coming. They're going to start wow. a league, a basketball league. And. They'll say, okay, you got a salary cap, guys. Fifty million a year. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give you two hundred in a duffel yeah. bag right now. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Yeah. I'll Seriously. give you your weight in gold. That's next. Trust me. It's it, it's next. They're coming for all the sports. The most difficult one will be the NFL, but they'll they'll be smart about it. They'll probably find some American owners or an, or an American face of the company to get that started here in America, and they'll they'll be the they'll be the funders in the background, just mm-hmm. just funneling money into it, kind of like you know there was the USFL with Donald Trump back in the day, but you know mm-hmm. he's 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 got money, but he doesn't got Saudi money, so no. that that'll happen too. That's a little further down the pipeline, but trust me, basketball's next, dude. I'm happy you say that because that's another thing about people have to you know understand like the you the 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 to see the birthing of live and and see how it manifested and how dumb Americans stomping their feet saying, we're not doing this. We're not doing this. You literally had golfers and PGA correspondents tweeting pictures of the twin towers saying at PGA, this is what you fucked over. This is what you're like. The undertone levels of absolute dumb shit that comes from, all groups of different people, but the notion that you're just going to subject all of them, all of them to one group of extremists when you can't look yourself in the face in your own country and just ask yourself, do we have extremists here too? Like, it's wild to me that all these different people go down these paths and it's like, it's just ball, bro. It's just ball. This is fun in games and you all want to take it to somewhere so stupid to where you know what happens? You get bought out by them. So enjoy that shit, because now your ass is going out to Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. Love it. Enjoy it. Oh, you're going to love those paychecks, though. Keep bitching. Yep. Keep going all high and mighty type shit. So I, it's it's laughable. Us Americans do it. Everyone does it. Every country has these issues that are going on. It's going to be very curious to me. I, going down that basketball path, you are not wrong. Uh, I think truly, though, we are on to something with this Tottenham thing. I think Tottenham yeah. are truly, truly going to get bought by Saudi. I think this is tonight, if I'm completely honest with you, if O'Leary has any sense to him tonight, he, Which he doesn't, by the way. I know, but I'm saying it now, <laughs> Tuesday, July 25th, your Saudi dream ended tonight because now they don't got to deal with your shit. Now they can go straight to a big London club. Not a big six club, a big London club, mm-hmm. do their thing until Fulham start to win a little bit more. And then I have to actually reassociate and realign that those London clubs. I should probably do a London power rankings club going into this season just so that we know prior to the Saudi 
situation. This is pre-Saudi, post-Saudi, how we feel about the London big clubs, the power rankings, because Tottenham are at the fucking bottom. I'm sorry. Fuck that club. That They are shit. This for United, if United are seeing this, they should not be laughing. They should be wondering, get it the fuck done. Because if they don't, I am telling you, calls are being done in the morning. 100%. Well, what are you talking about? Our, our stock market analyzing correspondent O'Leary said the Man United Saudi deal was done uh, two months ago. Done. What are you talking about? I thought that yeah. was already a done deal. I thought I thought they were already under Saudi ownership. I think I saw <laughs> Marcus Rashford with a with a turban on and then uh, MetLife. I thought that was already done. Didn't O'Leary say that? He was analyzing <laughs> the stock market. Brian, not only did he say that, the best part about that joke is the fact that the moment he said it, shit went hush puppy as fast as fuck, man. They didn't, nothing expended. Fucking amateur. It got so (laughs) quiet. It got so quiet. I did not hear anything about Qataris. Then all of a sudden, Mason Mount gets done. Then we're looking at other players. They sell Ilanga. They're doing all this other stuff. And I'm kind of like, where did he go again? uh, Nottingham Forest. He's staying in the league. So, like, they're doing all these dungs, and it's just like, what about this Saudi ownership you guys are waiting on? Like, y'all are some hoes. Work, you, you're not lacking money. You're lacking balls and skill. Figure that part out. You are not a club that needs money. That Your problem is not that. You are not Everton. <laughs> Chill out. It's hilarious, man. And yet they're still doing deals. $50 million for Onana. How can they compete? How can they yeah. compete? It's just funny, man. It's funny, bro. It is funny. It is funny. But, um... Yeah, yeah, that's not that's interesting, and I'm surprised because I, I keep hearing Tottenham fans saying they're having such a great window. They they, they <laughs> signed Manor Solomon on a free, James Madison, which was a good buy, but yeah, Maddie, are I they going to work on their defense? They conceded like seventy something goals last year. Yeah, you did. think they would start there? I mean, build from the back. Don't you know that's what all the good managers do? Everyone build from the back. So. Yeah. The question now is, is, is Joe Lewis going to spend more on his defense in yeah. court or more on Tottenham's defense? That, that's really the question. That's and so I'm going to go with the, the, the first one. I think yeah. he'll, he'll be more worried about what's happening in court. But, I think he funds court through the selling of his fucking club, to be completely honest with you. And actually, probably just to, sell, yeah. you're getting sold now, sir. Yep, 100%. This is, man, it makes me wonder if I should have fucking put money on it earlier in the summer, because now this is just perfect lining Tell up. Tell O'Leary like, to check the stock market, and we'll get some insider Oh, info. <laughs> I'm sorry, O'Leary, if you're listening, dog, the moment I get off this pod, I am typing into that group chat, dog. We are having a conversation, because if you can't see the writing on the wall, dipshit, it's over your saudi dreams are done dude they don't need your shit in fact they just it got better for them it just from a market perspective london is 20 times better than manchester anyone who ever tries to argue otherwise you're a fucking you're a dimwit nobody yeah. wants to come to manchester it's it's the it's the football it's the football that comes to manchester yeah but london's an attraction my guy Mm-hmm. They will fill up that fucking stadium. They will figure it the fuck out, and they will throw money at it. We have just found, and uh, me, I welcome it because I'm sorry that club's fucking cursed. They can't do shit to get that club right. Mate, fool, correct me, prove me wrong. But until then, those dipshits fucking suck, and they are always going to suck. I do Who? not see it happening. Tottenham. Oh yeah, yeah, they're fucked. They're fucked. They yeah. are fucked. 
like I said, the fact that they don't have any defenders, I don't know how any Tottenham fan can say this is a good window so far. I mean, Harry Maguire is rumored to be going there. <laughs> Vegas odds are Harry Maguire he going. He got there. booed so loud at MetLife. The guy gets no <laughs> love anywhere he goes. I'm not kidding. The whole stadium booed his ass when he came in at halftime. It was hilarious. Awesome. Nobody likes him. Nobody. That's awesome. He was pretty shit the first couple touches on ball. Like, I forget who pressured him, but he, like, stumbled upon himself and got yeah. rid of the ball, and I immediately messaged you. Like, I know you saw that, like, yeah, five yeah, minutes ago because of the replay, but or the, you know, the, the delay, but delay. fucking hell, dude. I was just laughing. They really put him out there. Yep, 100%. But I should do it. Um, good little return bounce back podcast. Um, but, I mean, we're, we're right there because fucking – Community Shield basically is the kickoff for the season for me. When that yep. game happens, I know the season's going to start. Community Shield, not this weekend, the following weekend. And then we have the, the, the start of the Premier League season. So back into the swing of things for the podcast, back to at least once a week, maybe even probably even twice a week um, coming up soon. We'll probably do a Community Shield preview at least. So, yeah, right back into the swing of things. Very, very short offseason we really feel like it didn't even happen yeah yeah fucking world cup did this to us you know we're still feeling the effects this is the ending part to it you know women's world cup yeah women's world cup yeah there that's that's the group uh the the knockout stages i'll get more into it same brother same brother i know we've got the dutch tomorrow and i was just like i i can't find myself getting into it if vivian was playing i'd be into it the arsenal striker but she's hurt that it would be a good game because I think they played in the Olympics and they, they almost lost in the Netherlands because no. Vivian was doing work, but she's out. Um, unfortunately, tore ACL with Arsenal. Um, but yeah, the group stage is, is rough with the female mm. World Cup because there's a lot of mismatches. You see yeah. a lot of five nothings. Yeah, for sure. For sure. It's 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 hard to, to take all that in. But I, I will be 100% backing them. Obviously, I love my country. I, I hope that they get it done. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. The, the, the season's so fast upon us. I'm just, I'm stoked for it. But at the same time, my first, the city's first preseason game is 100% Burnley, like 100% Burnley. I, I have no expectations for this community shield other than the fact that I hope Bovardio is on the fucking roster and on the bench. That's it. Will he be? What are you betting? I'm betting, uh, I will bet um, half of O'Leary's Manchester United stock right now, and I'm and listen. You should probably do that because come tomorrow, it's going down by the day, brother. You are not getting that Qatari ownership. In fact, I'm going to do a little bit of stock market analysis for the following week. I'm going to love to see this process. Oh, you're losing out on the money. It's going to be incredible. Uh, but yeah, I, I would I would say. I think he's there. Uh, Betty Mann says he's he's going to be there. He won't start though, obviously. I don't. I, I don't want them to get the Qatari ownership, Saudi ownership, simply because I can't wait till they bang on other Saudi clubs when they were begging for Saudi ownership for six months. So just <laughs> just for that aspect, I don't want them to get it. I'm not really concerned because they spend no matter what. They yeah. always they always spend spend spend, but. Just for that aspect, to see all these hypocrites complain about Newcastle and complain about whoever else is the next club when they were literally on their hands and knees begging for it, 
we had people doing stock market analysis to figure out if the deal was going to happen. So just for that banter aspect, it would be brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm sure we'll get plenty of uh, of uh, criticism from O'Leary about what's happening next. But I'm telling you right now, he he's getting absolutely roasted because it's all the signs, bro. No, you don't not you do not have to be any sort of brilliant in the stock market to understand your Saudi games are done. They are moving on to a club in London now. Perfect. Not, not to mention he he completely completely ragged on you for saying Kane would go to Bayern. And it looks like that's probably the most likely scenario now. It, so going into today, before that news broke, Brian, it was still expected. Like it this this is like the over the hill 100 percent This is downhill now. But yeah. even before that, it was like, yo, I he was Charlie and the Kane situation. Those nematodes were actually smarting up and talking and twerking and setting meetings and agreeing to personal terms. Like I gotta backtrack a little bit on Charlie. He apparently found out through the court of arbitration of sport ahead of time that he was going to be capped at 10% next year when it goes live. And this fucker said, I'm going to go get that paper today, boo-boo. <laughs> and good for him. Yeah. Good for him. Charlie stepping up, making me look like a dumbass. And I'm okay with that because he's showing some incompetence. Still don't think he can spell it, but you know what? Go get your money for your brother. Go do your thing. And they're, they're now, they're not doing enough, right? Mike Ryan mm -hmm. and other Americans will tell you, you got to ruffle the feathers a little bit more and twerk hard like your Dame Dollar. Until you do that, you're really not doing enough. But personally, I've seen enough. You have insinuated everything. And it just so happens. I wonder if we can get FBI to find out or the Southern District of New York to tell us who, who where did they get this information from? And if it was from a Charlie Kane or a particular Saudi owner who's looking into Premier League yeah. ownership clubs. I, I find it interesting that yesterday it came out that Joe Lewis did urge Levy to sell Kane yesterday. Great point. I, I completely forgot about that. He did. Daddy-O told him, sir, sir, playing boss that I allow to play boss. I'm telling you, if there's money there. Go get it done now, because he ain't walking for free next year. Or that's your ass. <laughs> that's well, hilarious. That, that call from a jail cell? <laughs> could have been. We need to find that out. It could have been, man. That's hilarious. All good signs for the Tottenham shit club right now. Yep, yep, yep. We'll see, we'll see. But, yeah, that's 64 in the books. Uh, like I said, we'll be back hard next week. One a week, two weeks. Back to the grind. And, uh... Yeah, we got to do Premier League predictions coming up as well. So that'll be a big podcast. And, um, yeah, we got to figure out some stakes for our our yearly bet and if we're going to oh, yeah. start it with the Community Shield. So lots Ooh. to think about, lots to do, and we'll be doing it next week with Episode 65, PPT Podcast in the Books. We're out. Peace.